Hello and welcome to the Post Up Podcast. This is Cyrus Rogers. I'm here with Kaunda Chama as always. Um, we do our thing every single week because we love the NBA and we're live from the African continent in Johannesburg, South Africa. Kaunda, how are you? I'm good, Cyrus Rogers. You can call me All-Star Captain K for this week. No, All-Star Captain K. Until until All Star Weekend, you can call me All Star Captain K. <laughs> okay, <laughs> uh, I'll do that. Not sure if I really want to, but uh, you know, we do By things force. that we don't want to do. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Very true. Anyway, All Star Captain K. Um, it's been incredible because we have had the All Star captains announced. We've seen who the starters are for the All Star games. We'll be talking about that. But before we get into the nitty gritty, all of the detail uh, and whatnot, as some people say, let's give everybody our social media handles. So we are at Post Up Podcast on Twitter, at Post Up Zone on Instagram, and also at Post Up Zone on Facebook. Um, for all things NBA from an African perspective, you're listening to the Post Up Podcast. This is where it's at. Kaunda, were you surprised by the All-Star Captain selections? No, because they came out as I predicted, Cyrus. I know you you, you did know that, uh, you did accept that uh, LeBron is still quite popular, so chances were he was going to return that captain seat. I mean, he's been a captain ever since they started mm -hmm. this format, right? Yeah. Then you and I spoke about the, you were feeling KD was the deserving captain in the East, which I I, I agree oh. with because yeah, I mean he's a he's a, he's, a, he's a prolific player. He he's put up great numbers. I mean he's doing great uh, things at the at the Brooklyn Nets like he usually does. But I I did see Yanis creeping in. Yanis uh, right now mm -hmm. is a very likable NBA superstar. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's he, true. You you, you you like him. He he tries to be funny. He hasn't always got the funniest jokes, you know. But like <laughs> like you know, he goes off with his dad jokes. But 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 looks, I um I, I I'm not I'm not really that surprised, and and I'm and I'm happy for Yanis because obviously you know I've always got a soft spot for the African players and, and what they do in the league. So him being captain. For me, it's it's fantastic. I I, yeah. I I wasn't surprised, but but I love what I see. A LeBron fan who loves Yanis. Hey, look, <laughs> it's, it's not as if they can't coexist. But I I will say this though, Kanda. I mean, I was surprised. I think with Durant's um, early early lead in the voting and and what have you, mm. I thought, okay, look, this is probably it. He's gonna um, he's gonna get there and and. And and you know be the the other captain, and I think that would have actually been quite fun, him versus LeBron. Um, but there's something fun about having Giannis there, and and I'm never gonna turn around and say Giannis, why? When I actually look at this and I say, yep, I love this guy. And and the difference between Giannis and KD is not that much. It's like hundreds yep. of thousands of votes. You know, it's like maybe two hundred thousand mm. votes, um, give or take a few here and there. Um, and and I mean that's really really sensational because it says a lot about how people still respect Giannis. Um, as a player, even though all of this this nonsense gets spoken about him not necessarily being a true scorer or some, he's not really had a great season, but they've they've really felt um, that he's been somebody that people can get behind. And what's interesting is that when you look at at the the, the vote totals, obviously LeBron is way out. He's he's like eclipsed a lot of people in terms of the numbers, right? Mm -hmm. And then right after that, it's not even like Giannis was just like the the second. Uh, or rather, the, the best vote getter in the in the East, he was second overall. So it shows you just how popular he is. No, Cyrus Yanis is that guy, and and you know, regardless of the the sort of criticism he gets for his brand of game, but 
Cyrus, to a certain extent, let's face it, Giannis is some sort of cheat code. And, and, yeah. and if you were to ask me right now, as the biggest LeBron fan you know, outside of Kendrick Perkins... <laughs> he's not a LeBron fan. He, he He's an acolyte. <laughs> Giannis is the best player in the NBA right now. I, I know you're going to argue with me. You, you might bring up KD. You might bring up Steph. But if you ask me, all-round player... Yanis is the best player in the NBA right now. No, I, I, I don't doubt it at all. And, and, I, and, and his skill set, Cyrus, this is a guy who struggled shooting free throws, right? Mm-hmm. Went off-season, worked on them. This is a guy who struggled shooting from the perimeter. And now he's got his, he's so comfortable with that stroke on the three, on the perimeter, right? Yeah. And there was a time, uh, remember the time uh, when, uh, was that 2019? When, when, was it 2018, 2019 or 2019, 2020? No, no. It must have been 2018, 2019 when the Toronto Raptors won the, the championship, yeah. right? Yeah. Remember how the Raptors were building a wall so that Yanis couldn't Eurostep his way to, to, to a victory and we thought, oh man, is this guy a one-trick <laughs> pony or what? Then he was like, nah, guys, I got spin moves. I got mid-ranges. I, I go what you need. Game. I've got he's blocks. He's developed this game so much. He's, he's developed into such a complete player. Uh, I, I, Cyrus, I mean, both you and I have Yanis jerseys. Le, 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 we say less. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, and, and you don't have to. I, I, I want to do something really interesting here because I think that most people talk about the starters, but they don't really go into the, the voting results in terms of the weighted scores and like uh-huh. how people actually ranked. So so I'll go through some of that now because people understand like the, the, the all-star starters, it's 50% um, of that, that entire vote comes from fans themselves, 25% mm-hmm. from the NBA players and 25% from the media panel one year we're going to get on those media panel votes i just know this but um <laughs> what's intriguing right is that when you look at it um no no player was really unanimous um when it came to uh, players fans and media so let's look at lebron who led everybody um in in the voting totals he was second in player rank um, first mm-hmm. in fan and second mm-hmm. in media ranking out in the West. Whereas mm-hmm. you look at, at um, this is in the front court. Whereas when you look at um, the number one player from players and from media was Nikola Jokic, um, who's obviously also a starter. So th- that's a really interesting story. But then when you look at the, I mean, and I haven't even given that, Jokic was second in the fan ranking. So you could see yeah. he was definitely way up there. But then let's look at the Eastern Conference, and this is what's intriguing for me, going back to the Yanis conversation and Yanis being um, the, the captain out in the East. Yanis was number one in the player ranking, number one in the fan ranking, and number two in the media ranking. Intriguingly, the player in the front court that was the highest in the media ranking was Jason Tatum. So mm-hmm. it's it's really interesting to see how how that sort of worked out and and Giannis getting the players and the fans on his side really shows just how well well respected he is and we love the Nigerian Targaryen. Absolutely, uh, look, like, like you you can't deny Giannis's impact on the game right now. He he is I, I, and just as a personality, you know, I I, I always uh, look at Giannis and say from being a very somewhat shy. Uh, guy sitting mm. with a very shy demeanor about him. He's just come out of his shell. He 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 likes to have fun. Maybe it's being a dad that's just made him this bubbly so, character. Yeah, and, and he, he he's he, look. 
I, I, I would have a party with with with, with Giannis. I, 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 I'm not saying I wouldn't he'd, have a party with any other fun. NBA player, but he looks like he would be fun. You know, he's yeah. the kind of guy who would have jokes with my grandmother. You, you know what I'm saying? He, he seems like that guy. You know, like yeah, grandma. So, very, this is my friend Giannis, and Giannis would start telling her jokes as you start cracking up. You know, you know, he seems well like raised. that guy. Yeah, very well know. raised. You could see it. Um, uh, going back to the numbers, though, I mean, yes, I think we would party with Yanis. Um, Yanis, this is definitely a call and a cry for help from Kanda. Um, <laughs> interestingly, KD was second in the in the player rankings, second in the fan rankings, and fourth in the media rankings in the front court in the East. So it's really intriguing to see how these things have played out. Um, mm. So you know, there's that one topic that we, we 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 don't like to go into, which is the supposed snubs. But I think we do have to talk about that a little bit. But Let's talk about the actual starters themselves, because I think we haven't really given the listeners uh, an, an understanding as to who's starting. So, Eastern Conference starters. We've got Giannis as the, as the captain in the East. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you've got Kevin Durant, um, Jason Tatum, Donovan Mitchell, and Kyrie Irving. Really, really interesting selections from, from that sort of East ranking. Uh, and then in the West, your starters are LeBron James, who's also the captain, Nikola Jokic, Zion Williamson, Stephen Curry, and Luka Doncic. Uh, so those are your, your your starters on either side. Obviously, those guys won't necessarily play in those in in those teams because it will be Team Giannis versus Team LeBron. I think this mm-hmm. is what the second time that it's been Team Giannis versus Team LeBron. Yep, it's the second time. And LeBron James also ties Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in All Star selections with his nineteenth selection um, this year. So uh, LeBron James just keeps racking up those accolades. Um, okay, so we've gone through um, the starters. I think there's a massive, massive snub um, in in this space, and and that is Joel Embiid, uh, our Cameroonian brother, who we love so much. Um, he ha- he's not named as a starter, and and it's a bit surprising considering the season he's had. But then when you look at the way that the the the, uh, the bank account is set up, <laughs> with the way the voting is set up, <laughs> they could only have three front court players. So yeah. It really came down to Tatum versus um, versus Embiid, and when you look at the numbers, like Tatum was fourth in player um, vote rank, third in fan ranking, but one in media, and that is where things really pushed him. Because if you look at Joel Embiid, he was third in player ranking, fourth in fan ranking, which is what dropped him, and third mm-hmm. in media ranking. So it's that that really sort of separated the two. Um, but they were so so close. Um, do you think that Joel Embiid was snubbed? Uh, snub is a word I, I actually don't like because sometimes we just we just use it to 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 defend willy nilly. Didn't 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 rack up those points. I, I'll, I'll tell you why I think that the fans um, voted for Jason Tatum more more than Joel Embiid because mm-hmm. it, I, I think it's a thing. When you extend it back to the season Jason Tatum and the Celtics had last season, a fantastic yeah. season, right? And then they had the drama at the end of the beginning of the season, and 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 Jason Tatum has just been that guy. He's been, you know, the the young leader of the Celtics uh, team, and and much like Giannis, very likable. Not to say Joel Embiid is not likable. Everybody trusts the process. Everybody loves the mm-hmm. process. But I just think Jason. Uh, Tatum has just had that little bit of an edge over Joel Embiid in terms of just, uh, you you know, public presence, if you will. Joel Embiid, I think this season has just been busy uh, trying to win games. I don't know if, 
how to say this without seeming as if I'm saying Jason Denner has been trying to win games. But, you know, he's had his head down and, and, and it's been all work, if you understand what, yeah. what, what I mean. And he, he hasn't been that uh, very in-your-face uh, Joel Embiid that's always in the media, you know, having Although, fun with the cheerleaders or, or the other, you know. Except uh, for in that game against uh, the, the Brooklyn Nets, where he, he then ended up getting a $25,000 uh, fine for his Degeneration X um, uh, celebration. Uh, you know, those hip thrusts can be pretty suggestive. Things happen. Things happen. <laughs> things happen. But, 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 but I think with, with Joel Embiid, I think they're, they're trying to get that Embiid, uh, 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 James Harden, one-two punch working mm. properly. And I, I think they've really been busy focusing on that. And... Uh, he hasn't had that usual Joel Embiid public image that we're used to. So yeah. fans might forget him a little bit. You know, the media might not be looking at him much, but they've had more reason to look at Jason Tatum, especially with what's yeah. been happening at the Boston Celtics. So with all due respect, and Jason Tatum is a great player as well. I mean, you've seen what he does on that no, floor. No, no doubt. And, 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 I, and I don't consider Joel Embiid being a snub. It's just that... Cyrus, there are only so many seats in the limo. What yeah, can I, you do? Yeah, that's <laughs> you, it. you know what I mean. That's it. There are only so many seats in the limo. If there were more, Joel would be there, right? But oh, it, that's it, very true. The, the, the way the, the way that the format of an NBA game is set up, you have two, uh, you, you have three front court players and two back court back court players. So you got those three spots, and you know the competition is out there. Very, very true. What's intriguing for me, and I agree with you, I agree with you totally. Um, but what's interesting is when you look at the, the 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 vote totals, right, and and where people ended up, you have Anthony Davis um, as third in the West voting, but Zion Williamson is there ahead of him um, in in the um, in the overall rankings, uh, and and makes it as a starter. Do you think AD was was uh, hard done by? That, that, that's an interesting one, Cyrus, because uh, first of all, um, they've both ha had their share of injuries at the beginning of the season, right? Before mm. this point that we are at. And um, uh, AD is a champion. He, 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 he had a great start to the season when he was healthy, even in mm. games where LeBron was out. He, he became that leader that one would expect him to be at the at the Lakers and before when we spoke about that becoming AD's team once LeBron retires I started seeing flashes of that but like Cyrus sometimes who's the most exciting one of the two of them at the moment when you think about it yeah who, I, I, I get who, you who 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 would fans really want to see uh, pulling off tomahawks and all sorts of things in an all-star game first it's Zion. It's, I mean, I'm a Laker fan, and you know, I, I, I like AD. But but I think that's it. Like you, you mentioned fans. Um, AD was ahead in the fan vote uh, by less uh -huh. than a hundred thousand votes, but he was ahead. Mm -hmm. But I think the thing is, um, like you say, the injuries are an issue, and Zion just being Zion um, has has really ignited the Pelicans. I mean, you look at where they are in, in the standings, so that will also be taken into consideration. Uh, but when you also look at it from um, a sort of breakdown of, of, of how the voting went with the other positions, Zahn was third in player ranking, whereas mm -hmm. AD was seventh. And Zahn was fourth in media ranking, and Davis was sixth. 
So and mm-hmm. the fan fan voting, he was third. So uh, that's that's AD versus um, Zion being fourth. So you can see exactly how Zion managed to 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 leap above Anthony Davis. Um, and I think that's it says a lot. It also says a lot about how big the Lakers are. It says a lot about you know how Lakers fans get behind their players. Um, because yep. when you look at some of the other uh, names that have been getting a lot of votes, you're like, what, what the heck is going on here? Um, but I mean, like Russell Westbrook got, he was like sixth in fan voting for guards. And I'm pretty sure most people will look at the, the Russell Westbrook and say, really? But um, hey, you know, no, it is what it is. But Cyrus, Cyrus, uh, in the words of our friend, our dear friend, Lee writes a lot. People underestimate the love that Russell Westbrook has. Oh, uh, besides definitely. The, the, the narratives about him not being the Russell from OKC, him having seen better days, him not having the best, you know, end game decisions and late game decisions and X, Y, and Z. We still forget that's Mr. Triple Double. We still forget that on defense, Russell can be a problem. That, that As a guard, the size of Russell Westbrook, people forget Ooh. that. Russell is a big guard, and Russell can ball, and, and he might have some bad games, but look what he has managed to do coming off the bench. And I think that's also increased the excitement with people, even such as myself, because when things were going wrong and he was a starter, and that's a starter in the Los Angeles Lakers, I was like, ah, oh, but Russ. Then when Davinham came up with that plan to, to start him as the leader of the second unit, I was like, hold up, wait a minute. Look... I get and, all and, of that. And, 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 I get all and, of that. And, and, and I think let's not forget that Russell has got love. He, he might have some hate, but he's got a lot of love too. Yeah. So, so that that's the thing for me that I think there's a lot of people who who love that, and and it's turned on um uh, to a more positive thing because of his acceptance of of the bench role um, mm. that was given to him and his and his um, ability to sort of get get behind what the coach is asking for and the team is asking for. But let's also not be 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 um confused and dismissed about what this is. This is really much a, a love vote versus performance vote because look at somebody like Jamal Murray, right? Who's been playing all season. Um, yeah. His stats are better than Russell Westbrook's. Um, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, for instance. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, and, and this is the thing for me is that if we look at Shea and Shea in particular, mm-hmm. he is a more deserving vote getter um, uh, and, and rightly so. I mean, he's fourth in... in in, yeah, in but the he, fan he, he's better overall, right? Yeah, but then you know you look at somebody like, like I said, Jamal Murray, and then you're like, okay, is this really just a Lakers love fest, or you know, is he as deserving as 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 it seems? Um, you're going to have to tell me. I mean, at some point, because this is the other thing, even though he's been out for, from uh, with injuries, Dame Lillard should also then be somebody who is considered, you know. Uh, at least worthy of a million votes, even if he never gets in. Cyrus, you know, sometimes the, the, this is, uh, you know, the, the, this is a, I won't call it a complicated process, but this is a process that is guided by a mixture of logic, emotions, uh, uh, immediacy, uh, you know, recency bias, mm. you, you know, that kind of stuff. Because do you mean to tell me Clay Thompson has had a better season than a Dame Lillard or a Russell Westbrook? Really? Uh, good question. But l- let me ask you this. But, but right? he's up there. He's at number five. But, but yeah. people love Clay and, Thompson. And it, I love and Clay it, Thompson. It, 
it, I it love goes Clay Thompson. To, I, I voted for Clay Thompson. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm exposing my votes I, now, but I, I didn't do that. But just you see, yeah. I did because I I I I I, I love Clay Thompson and and and. and Cyrus, the, the, the all-star voting is a mixture of a lot of things. It's, it's not just cut and dry to say, like, 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 why do people say vote for LeBron? First of all, mm -hmm. he's been doing remarkable things. You can't deny that. Then again, there's that inert, natural love people have for The LeBron. innate innate love for him, yeah. But, and but, then but, there is, there is I, the I people you. that hate him that probably didn't <laughs> vote for him because once upon a time he said he was the best player in the world and ever since that day he's got so much hate but, but you understand what i mean don't be feel, don't be getting too big for your own britches i mean i get you counter and 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 this is the thing like we said all-star fan voting is really a love fest it's about who people love to watch and, and who people support if we look at the the, the 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 breakdown of of the votes as well, you see that I mean Russell Westbrook was sixth in fan voting, Clay Thompson fifth, mm -hmm. right? We we know about mm -hmm. that. The media, uh, Russell Westbrook was fifth, um, and 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 I guess in essence because it was a massive tie for fifth um, with Clay Thompson. But then mm -hmm. look at it from a player perspective. Russell Westbrook was 18th in mm -hmm. player votes, Clay Thompson 25th. So mm -hmm. when you look at it, the players are like, yeah, but you really haven't played much. And are you really playing at the level that you're at? Um, and I think that's the key thing for me. So anyway, I'm, I'm, not, gonna, I'm not trying to hate, but um, though it might come across that way. I do. You think are hating, Cyrus. I know you. Call it, call it by any other name. You, you, you um, are out here hating. <laughs> that's what you <laughs> I can't even deny it, I guess, at this point. I'm just looking at the numbers saying, this doesn't make sense. Um, but, and then also there's the, the, the story of, of Larry Markkinen and, um, uh -huh. and him missing out on a starter spot. But I don't think he was ever going to edge out the likes of LeBron, Jokic, and, and Zion or, 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 or AD. Um, but before we uh, carry on with this topic, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about who we think will be the all-star reserves that will be selected by the coaches. Um, and then let's talk a little about um, LeBron James's potential MVP case. Uh, but we'll be right back after this. Counter Chama. All-star yes, reserves are as important as all-star starters. That's my feeling. Yes. And um, every year we're always like, okay, snub, snub, snub. And then we'll get to the real snubbed conversation when the reserves are announced. And people are like, what do you mean? Nick Claxton's not an all-star. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I do think there's a couple of names that are almost givens uh, to be all-star reserves. Uh, we've spoken about the starters. Um, and I think we're, we're generally happy with the starters. I mean, there are very few of those yeah. where we'll be like, okay, this makes no sense. I mean, even Donovan Mitchell loves seeing him there as a starter. And and I'm I'm very intrigued to see where um, he gets picked when they do the, the back and forth with the captains. Pick the team on the day. Unbelievable. On the day. On the day. On the court. Um, Wouldn't it even be on the court? Uh, it might actually be. I'm not sure if I think it'll be on the court. But yeah, on the I think court it's going to be proper. straight street ball style. It's going to be is, like, hey, you, come playground. in. Hey, you, come yeah. in. Playground. Number Stop, six, bro. tall guy with the with the dreads. Um, yeah, you know, come over <laughs> here. <laughs> hey, you with a bald head and long beard, come here. That's it. That's it. You know, when you don't remember someone's name, it's like, hey, yo. Um, so let's see how that goes. Um, but let's go back to the reserves. So for me, there are almost two names that are like instant 
um, selections when it comes to the reserves. Um, mm-hmm. From the east side, Joel Embiid, I think he's probably going to be the first reserve. Um, mm-hmm. There's just no way he's not going to get picked unless it's an injury thing. But I think he'd, he'd get an all-star selection. And on the west... I'm going to say something a little insane, but I think Lowry Markkinen might just be the other shoe-in um, for a reserve spot when it comes down to it. Uh, do you agree with those? Yeah, I do. Uh, I, I, I have a couple of my own, but 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 I, but I do. I mean, when you look at it, every year they try to get an all-star who's a sort of hometown hero. And it's in Utah this year. Larry Markkinen's playing at the Jazz, and he's been playing really well. He got like over 1.6 million votes. So chances are Larry Markkinen's going to be a reserve. Um, and let's keep it real about Larry Markkinen, Cyrus. It, it's not mm-hmm. even about being the hometown boy. I, I, I think even before that, Cyrus, we, we've seen the evolution of this young man from the Bulls to the Cavs. And now in Utah, he, he, he has just had a great season he's been performing it's not as if when it's not it's not a participation accolade or like yeah you know because we're we're playing in your backyard so you and you're using your basketball so we'll let you play you know it's not even that cyrus larry mckinnon has been putting up numbers he's been putting up great performances he's been great on both ends of the court so i i think deservedly so and, and, and you know he the thing is he's quite a quiet guy he, he's not a noisy animated you know in your face player i think that also maybe works against him sometimes but he's one of those guys he, he goes to work and gets the work done right and 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 he's been impressive this season so i think deservedly so i think he should definitely be a reserve if not no, the number one reserve i'm i'm with you and and i think that's that's exactly how i feel about this too um, I, I think Larry Markin as a reserve is a shoe-in, has to be there, um, and will be important. Um, but I have one or two other questions as well. So the first one is, are we forgetting about Ja Morant here? Um, some you know, might I say never forget about Ja Morant. I never but, forget about Ja Morant. But, so maybe at this point, <laughs> this is where I ask you who you think your shoe-ins are. Ja Morant. I was going to go straight there. Mm-hmm. On the West, Jamarant, uh, I, I definitely think he, he, he deserves to be a reserve. Uh, SGA, Shay Gilgis uh, Alexander as well. Yeah. Those two youngsters, Cyrus, for me, they, they, are, they, they are fantastic. They, 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 just, they, they are the future faces of the NBA. You can see it. If they mm. continue at this trajectory, they, 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 they definitely... You know, they will become the 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 faces of the the league, and it's a beautiful thing because they they they, they just play so well. They play hard. You know, they want to win. Yeah. They've got that. They, they they got that. You know, if I may borrow from my favorite player, rest in peace. You know, we celebrated his memory two days ago, Kobe Bryant. They got that. I can mm-hmm. feel that Mamba mentality creeping into the way they play. You know, what I'm saying. Yeah. I hope they can adapt his work ethic uh, and, and just become as great, if, if not greater than he was. That's my West, guys. On the East, uh, I, I've still got a soft spot for James Harden, Cyrus. I think yeah, James, I think, I, I think I think James Harden, he, he, he's that dude still. You know, we, we forget because, you know, there was also the injury time off and, and that kind of stuff. And I, 
and 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 I think in Houston he was it was James Harden and the Houston Rockets, right? Then there yeah. was the short stint in Brooklyn, which didn't go well. Then uh, when he's playing in, in Philly, there's Joel Embiid. So so you know yeah. it's sort of like let's share the spotlight kind of situation. And when exactly. you're out, uh, the spotlight is on this big giant from Cameroon called Joel Embiid. So you know, you know I think we 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 forget about just how great. Uh, James Harden is, and uh, I, I'm gonna stick with the backcourt uh, because the front court. I think you you've spoken about Joel Embiid, who who I think definitely should be uh, reserved. Uh, yeah. uh, another guy that I really, really, really like. He he, he was number six. That's uh, Demar Derozan. Uh, people forget how how great Demar Derozan is, and Ooh. and I think he's proven once again at the Chicago Bulls that he he's a great player. Uh, in the right system, he he just shines. I, I to me, it, it just still baffles me that wow, just the season he left the Raptors and then they won. Ah, it happens, Panda. Sometimes it's, it happens. Uh, some some people are just not not meant to be on that winners podium at the team that they spent a lot of time at. Um, I guess. But, but but interestingly, I mean, you mentioned DeRozan. I don't think he's a shoe in. If if anything, like I agree with you with James Harden, I think he's going to be a reserve. Um, mm-hmm. But I look at the at, at the, the the guards in in um, in the East, and I'm like, okay, so DeRozan ahead of Trey Young. I mean, maybe we'll see what the coaches have to say about it. Um, mm-hmm. But but the East is going to be quite interesting because you know, like you've got a Jimmy Butler who got a lot of fan votes. You've got a Pascal Siakam who's got a lot of fan votes. Um, Although I think Pascal might might actually drop down because the coaches might not necessarily see him as as a player, but I think a Kyle mm. Kuzma has got a real shot at potentially being an All Star um, if if That'd the chips fall his way. I think he's he's played so well. It's going to be really interesting if that happens. Um, and then when you look at it from the West side of things, um, I think Paul George has got a good chance as well. I think he's played quite well. Um, and and maybe even Draymond Green because coaches they don't care what the fans think so I think Draymond might be there, um, but I don't know if I look at these other guys like you said Shea I totally agree with you I think Shea is going to be there and I think that Clay Thompson will probably be there. Um, do I think Russell Westbrook is going to be there? I've already made my feelings felt about that. So um, <laughs> we'll have to see what happens uh, when it comes down to the reserves. I want to 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 still say but before we move on. Before we move on, and Lee's gonna kill me for this, but how come you haven't asked where's Kawi Leonard? <laughs> <laughs> I think we all know why Kawhi Leonard's not there. And don't be that dude, Kaunda. Don't be that dude. But but I think the thing with Kawhi is it's just so much time missed, obviously. And mm. um, you know, you, you but can't he's healthy hope. now and he's doing his thing at the at the clips. Like he, he you know he's a baller. Straight up, straight up. He is. Down. There's no question. There's no question. I just don't know. There, there might also be an uh, unspoken. Just don't select him. He needs his rest, kind of thing. And um, uh, okay. so, so we'll see what happens around it. And he might even make himself unavailable to say, "Look, guys, I'll, I'll be there uh, in spirit, but let, let me just, you know, load manage um, the All Star game. Um, maybe he'll be back next year." But the I, I'm good. Yeah, you know, true. Interesting. That and the T word tanking. We just don't talk about that. Another player, I think, who's got a real shot at potentially being an all star is Anthony Edwards, um, or even Darren Fox, as as guys who um, are sort of outside the the, the general 
um, big markets, and and yet they've been playing really well. So I'm, I'm interesting to I'm interested to see if guys like them get a chance to 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 be selected. You know, to to make a a, a, a King's connection, an old King's mm -hmm. connection, I would put Tyrese Halliburton before the Aaron Fox. Yeah, I said um, it. I mean, I, I'm sure you would because you're a hater like that. And and I, I would you put Darren Fox be, before before Tyrese Halliburton um, as an all star with what, what with what Tyrese has been doing in in Portland in in, in, uh, in, in Indiana, yeah, in Indiana, in Indiana. He's played, he's played really well, like what he's been doing. He's done fantastically, but there's something to be said about a guy like Darren Fox, who's matured mm -hmm. to the level where he's helped this team that has not been in the in in the playoffs for what did we say, 16, 17 years, to 16 sit, seasons, to sit in third spot in uh, in the Western Conference um, as the sort of leader of that team. He's, he's, he's finishing games in excellent form. He's a late game exec, um, ex executioner. I'm I'm going to pick Darren Fox ahead of of Tyrese Halliburton because I think that what he's doing um, at the Kings needs to be heralded and and I think the other thing about that though is as good as as Halliburton has been, um, it's not like the Pacers are out there absolutely destroying everybody um, in ninth place in the East, and he's injured. So th those are the, the the other things uh, that I think. Well, will, uh... It's not Stop. like the Lakers are out there destroying anybody. I, I didn't want to go there because, you know. <laughs> but the they've Lakers, got the number Lakers one and fans. number three selection uh, in the front court. And, <laughs> and, and exactly it just goes to show you when you're in a big market like LA and you are LeBron James or Anthony Davis and what have you, you're going to get a lot of love. So, you know, this is where you start to see where eyeballs really help. And mm. not everybody has NBA League Pass like us, Kanda. Okay, so we've gone on about this. I think we'll we'll obviously do another podcast when we have the the reserves selected, and we also know um, who the participants will be for for the other events around um, the All Star Weekend, like the dunk contest, three point contest, skills challenge, and 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 so on and so forth. Um, I want to talk about LeBron James to sort of come to the end of the podcast here. And yes, we've started talking about him in terms of. All star selections, uh, nineteen this this season. Um, mm -hmm. Gonna pass Kareem very very soon in the in the NBA scoring um, ranks. Yep. We haven't mentioned him as a potential MVP um, come the end of the season. And yes, he's not Jokic um, and his numbers. Yes, the Lakers are absolutely struggling and in some cases are losing games that they really shouldn't. But I do think that there's a potential that narrative outweighs everything else. And LeBron James sets another record, which will be the MVP with the lowest ranked team um, at the end of the season. Because um, I think that he might get rewarded for all of the things he's done for the game, especially this season when he passes uh, Kareem. Do you think that's a possibility? Do you think that, uh, this is a pipe dream? But with LeBron James, anything's possible. Look, uh... Cyrus, uh, you, uh, you know, you know, I'm a big LeBron fan. You know, if there mm. was the president of the LeBron fan, uh, uh, you know, the, the Le LeBron fan club, I'll probably be that. You know, yeah. I so, mean, maybe. Uh, although it might be LeBron James fan club, Olive Dale, Johannesburg branch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you think no, like, or do you think it, continental. No. 
universal. continental. I will surpass Shannon Sharp. That, 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 that's, that's how deep my love for LeBron goes. <laughs> I mean, Sarah, what are we looking at here? 158 points before he surpasses Kareem as, or equals Kareem as we record at this moment. I, I, I mean, look, facts be told, like, like we both know, the Lakers are not even a 500 team, right? But mm-hmm. let's look at when James Harden became... Uh, no, first of all, we'll go back to, 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 to Russell Westbrook, right? Yeah. Uh, Russell Westbrook became uh, an MVP because he was just doing tremendous stuff, back-to-back, triple-double seasons. But... Uh, Okay, but it was that first. It was that first triple double season. You know, the, the first one to do it since uh, Big O. Oscar Robinson, so yeah, yeah. I, I get that. Yeah, I, I think James Harden, right? Because he was believed to be the snub, right? At mm-hmm. first, and then they, they 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 had to give him because of his performances in Houston. But Houston wasn't really performing that well either at that time. So, you know, the, the whole MVP discussion for me because there's no clear cut. Uh, you, you know, stats that what they look at, like you know, you've got to do this, you got to yeah, push your team it, it, to there, and it, it's just how valuable, sub- I guess, are you subjective. to your team? It's, it's it, a very it subjective, kind of subjective. Uh, you know, accolade, uh, and um, you know, uh, but I think Cyrus, if 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 LeBron, you know, I, and I hope he does, you know, becomes part of that discussion and potentially wins it at the age of thirty eight. I'll be so happy for the guy because the stuff he's doing on the court right now at his age, most of his peers are retired, Cyrus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're (laughs) out there looking from the outside, looking in like Melo. Look what he, yeah, like Melo. I I mean, just the other day, D Wade was at one of his games when when, when LeBron flew over the chairs and he was like, don't worry, he's fine. He's just getting a little rest. You know, (laughs) because he's at that age, but he still wants to play. And and I think that's it. But but I guess the reason I bring this up is narrative is, is is very important. The thing that has been part of the narrative is that your team generally has to be within the, the that that sort of top six. Russell Westbrook mm-hmm. was one of the the few to be MVP in the team that was the sixth seed in the West. And right now the Lakers are thirteenth seed. Uh, there are a oh. couple of games back from sixth, and so it'll be if he does win the MVP and the Lakers miss out on the playoffs. Um, that would be unprecedented, or even in the play-in game, it would be mm. unprecedented. So I think there's an opportunity for LeBron to create some history that way, um, but I, I just don't know if it will happen. I do think um, that the things are being set up for it to almost pan out for LeBron James to win um, the MVP, and I think he might be one of the oldest to win MVP if he wins it um, uh, this particular season, so there's a lot of narrative that people aren't necessarily taking into consideration. Do you around... know? Do you know what would be fantastic if he did win, Cyrus? Mm-hmm. Because with all the goat debates and everything, he would win the Michael Jordan MVP trophy. <laughs> <laughs> Soon to be renamed the LeBron James Longevity Trophy. Um, it, but yeah. it would be fantastic for me. Like, yeah, you know, LeBron has the Michael Jordan MVP trophy. And uh, look, I wish I wish he does. I, I hope he does as, as a big fan. And just looking at, like you said, the longevity, looking at performance, looking at, you know, what he's managed to achieve over the course of his career. I mean, look, mm. I, I know he's had some unsuccessful trips to the NBA Finals, but such is the nature of life and sport, right? Yep. But, but look, I, I hope 
he he lifts the Lakers to a better seeding by by the end of the season and and mm-hmm. and, and and maybe becomes the MVP. All, all things being equal, and and that would be another record. You know, obviously he would have surpassed Kareem by then, and 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 if he gets the MVP yeah. as well, I know naysayers are going to be crying. They'll probably write you emails because they know you're a fellow <laughs> hater. But that'll be fine, Cyrus. We 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 entertain that. You you will prevail as a LeBron lover. Um, Absolutely, I, I I think that there's there's a distinct possibility that this could happen. There's a lot going in that in 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 that way, and I wouldn't even be surprised if he becomes the All Star Game MVP as well. Uh, LeBron James has just been doing everything in his power to have the best season possible, especially at this age of his career, and and I think that we're going to start seeing towards the end of the season a real shift in the conversation around the MVP discussion if he stays healthy and people are looking at him saying, well, at the age of X, Y, and Z, LeBron James is doing stuff that nobody else has seen and he's, you know, surpassed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and, you know, this, that, and the other. I think this might be a LeBron James. In fact, I might even go to a, to, to, to a place where, that takes bets and, and put some money down and see what, what comes out at the end of it. Um, Counter, I think this is a perfect spot for us to, to call time on, on the podcast for today. Um, but I do want to, I do want to leave, uh, the podcast with, with one parting thought. And it's this. I've been wondering a little bit about, you know, whether or not we do get a little too caught up in the all-star game stuff because we love it so much. But I'm talking about it as NBA fans, not just us. Do you think this all-star game has the potential to be one of the best ones yet, considering the performances we've seen from a scoring perspective from all of the players in the NBA right now? Yes, Cyrus. I, I think the stage is being set for potentially one of the highest scoring MVP, I mean, uh, all-star games we, we've had. There you go. You've planted those three letters in my head now, Cyrus. The, one mm-hmm. escape. We, we're, we're, the stage is being set for one of the highest scoring all-star games that we've seen in recent history. And I, and I, and I think with, you know, guys shooting at a high clip uh, and, you know, Steph's playing. So, you know, <laughs> those threes are going to be falling. Yeah. So, um Cyrus, this is going to be an incredible all-star game. And I, and I think just the, the fact that there's a, they're injecting a, a, a whole lot of energy into, into the league, into, into, into the, the format of all-star, you know, trying to get creative now with how teams are selected and, you know, just adding a, a little, you know, it, it had become after, I think it was the time when you were in New Orleans where, where, where I, th- I think could have been even Chris Paul that complained about how, people were not playing ball that were just there running around and passing and dunking and there was no mm. defense being played. So he felt as if the fans were being a little shortchanged. And I think ever since then, there's been a concerted effort to make the, the All-Star game, although it's a, it's like a, a showcase game, but yeah. to make it more competitive, to, to, you know, to take it back to, 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 to the 80s and 90s where it, 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 yes, it is an, an exhibition game, but it is also a game, and fans have paid to be there, and they need quality. And 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 I think, yeah. Cyrus, what's going on now is is furthering that you know that umph that's being put back into the All Star game, and I'm excited. You know, it's it's that yeah. I don't sleep weekend for me, right? 
that's how it goes. And uh, I think for a lot of us, it's the no sleep weekend. Uh, but I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a fantastic event. And um, I think this could be one of the best ones in terms of scoring and, and just the way the players turn up. Uh, and we could get some surprises when it comes to the reserves. Uh, but let's give, give everybody our social media handles um, at Post Up Podcast on Twitter, at Post Up Zone on Instagram, and at Post Up Zone on Facebook for all things NBA from an African perspective. This has been the Post Up Podcast. Kanda Chama, thank you so much, man. Cool, Cyrus. It's always a pleasure chopping it up with you. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to All-Star. I'm looking forward to the coming week, the games that are lined up. Cyrus, the, the NBA will, will, will cause you to lose sleep. I'm telling you now. <laughs> it's just so darn like, entertaining. Why, why sleep when there's so many nice games on? <laughs> I'll sleep next week. Very true. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. And you say that for weeks on end. Uh, but thank you, everybody. Thanks, Kaunda. And thank you for listening. Uh, make sure you you reach out to us on our social media platforms. And and yeah, we, we just want to hear from you. And, and we'll be back again very soon. So just remember, you listen to the Post Up Podcast, and we will catch you courtside.